Ian, I hear that you're a bit of a singer. Can you give us a quick jingle for the WP Elevation podcast? Putting you okay, on the spot. Putting me on the spot. Okay. WP Elevation WordPress Business Podcast. Kachoo! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> That's going to be uh, yeah, a great one. Put me on the spot. Welcome to season three of the WP Elevation Podcast. I'm Ginny McEnany from WP Elevation and I'm your host today. If you've ever wondered about Facebook live streaming, wondered whether live streaming is something that you'd actually be able to do, today's guest is going to give you the confidence and the tools that you need to know about to do that. I chat with Ian Anderson Gray, who's also known as the Facebook live streaming expert. He's run his own business for uh, web- making websites and internet um, solutions company with his father since 2003. And he also writes a great blog post called Seriously Social, which has all the lowdown on any tools that you need to know about. Ian today chats to us about the basics of setting up live Facebook streaming, how and why you should be doing it. So without further ado, let's go meet Ian. This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants elevate. Welcome to the WP Elevation Podcast, Ian Anderson Gray. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Now, can you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I've got many hats. Uh, I'm a, a WordPress consultant. Uh, I'm also I have a, my own blogs on which I blog about social media tools. So I'm a social media uh, consultant and a speaker. I speak at conferences, and I'm also a musician. I trained back in the day as a, a singer, a professional singer. So take your pick from all of that. I, I get confused. <laughs> Great hats to wear. Tell me what's your favorite, just out of interest. What's your favorite genre of singing? Classical? What do you like? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, I train classically, so uh, that that's kind of that's kind of what I did and what I feel most comfortable with. Uh, I have done some music theatre as well, uh, but in terms of what I like to listen to, I, I've got a really kind of broad taste. I mean, I quite like electronica and uh, jazz and uh, yeah, mo- kind of most things. The only thing I'm not really haven't got quite into yet is rap, but apart from that, I'm I'm pretty good. Plenty of time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we've got you on the, the program today because I know that you're a bit of an expert on live streaming and, and Facebook live streaming. So to start off with, I just wanted to know why we should be doing this now. Why is this important for our audience to know? Well, that is that is the really important question to ask because the, 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 a lot of people are getting onto the live video uh, thing because it's what everyone else seems to be doing. And it's the hot topic. Everyone's going on about live video. But I think we we need to come up with our why, you know, and there are lots of good reasons why it can be a good thing. The, the, the best thing or the first thing that really is that it is a more intimate platform. It, it's is a way that your audience can get actual uh, access to you. They can ask you questions. It's more uh, there's more of a connection there, really. So it's, you know, for, for, for hundreds of years, you know, we've been doing buying and selling on a on an emotional level. And if you go back to the medieval marketplace, you know, you, you'd go and you'd buy from somebody in the marketplace and there'd be that interaction, that mm. conversation. And I think the live video kind of brings back that human interaction much more. Um, it's 
This is another word that's used a lot, and that's authenticity. I think it's so it allows you to be more authentic. But I, again, I think you need to kind of work out what does that actually mean for you? Does that mean you're going to be sharing all your dirty laundry in public? No, but it's a way for you to share your thoughts and um, with your business and how you work behind the scenes, which is maybe not what you would normally do in your in your other type of content. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it, it gives your viewers exclusive access to you. It's uh, allowing you to be more authentic. It um, creates that empathy, that feeling of empathy, that human interaction. So um, definitely lots of good reasons why I think it, it can work. Mm. And is it for everybody? No, it isn't for everybody. But I will say that it's probably for more people than we think. I, we can come up with all these excuses and Actually, I think it's worth considering it as an option uh, because because it can it can work really really well if you just try and just go and try and do it. You know, get embrace your fears because there are these fears. You know, getting in front of the camera and actually, do you know what? In some ways, live video is an easier form of of creating content. I spend hours and hours and days probably creating my blog posts. It, it takes me a huge amount of time. And actually, now that I'm kind of fairly confident with getting in front of the camera, I can just produce, I can produce content much more readily than I can in than uh, spending hours and hours and hours on a blog post. So there is that side of things as well. So um, definitely consider it. That's a really good point, actually, because I know so many people struggle with writing blog posts. And mm -hmm. if writing isn't your thing, sure, being in front of the camera may not be yeah. either, but you don't know until you give it a try. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is, you know, you don't have to just do it by yourself. I mean, I'll be honest, I, I've tried live video with just me and I can do it, but I find it much I find it easier to do it with somebody else, with a, with a guest. So I have a, a weekly live show with a with a friend of mine and we can kind of, it's just like a conversation between friends. So in your business, if you've got a colleague you can work with and just, just talk to each other in front of the camera and bring in the audience. And I think that's, that's definitely something to consider. And it's so easy to do, you know, you, you can just, if you have a smartphone and a decent internet connection, then you're good to go. Obviously there are more advanced things you can do, but that's definitely a place to start. Okay, I like that strategy. Have a wingman, have someone to do it with you if, you, if you're a bit nervous about doing yourself. And definitely yeah. flows a lot better if you've got a conversation between a couple Abs of people. And Absolutely. With and, and there's one other thing I was just going to say. Sorry, it, you were saying that, that actually, well, we were saying that it was, it's easier in some ways to create content on live video than if you're struggling with writing a blog post. But a great way to, to think about using live video is to create the live video and then repurpose that into other forms of content. So, you know, you can create like a 20 minute show and then send that off to uh, a transcriber such as, you know, uh, Rev.com is a great is a great service. Get that transcribed at the, at the same time. You can even get uh, get some closed captions done because they, they do that at the same time and upload that onto the, the video on Facebook and and then put it on onto a blog post. So you've got a blog post uh, as well as a live video and you're you're creating all this for all these other forms of content just from one live video 
I love that. That's that's a very good way to spend your time, a good use of time. That's <laughs> that's what we're all about. I love that. Mm. So before we get into the technical side of it, just in terms of performing and, and doing what you, you want to do, um, is there a, a strategy you use of, you know, introduction first, then this A, B, C, like do you go through a format or is it just, is it better just to do whatever works? Yeah. Yeah, great question. So when I first started with live video last year, I didn't have any strategy. I just went on and talked. And I think sometimes that can work. So just, you know, if if you're afraid, the first thing to do is just go live on your Facebook profile and change the privacy settings to only me. So you can just just test it out and then test it with your friends. And don't worry too much about a strategy to begin with. Just get used to it. But once you've got used to the platform, having a plan is absolutely vital. So I, I write it down in bullet points. Do I go off script? Yes, I do. But I've got this in front of me uh, to keep me focused. So, I mean, what I what I tend to do is the first thing that I do when I go live is I address the replay viewers first, because whatever platform you're on, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, it takes time for your live viewers to to arrive. It sometimes can take a minute or two. So instead of you just looking at the camera, just waiting for these people to arrive, you know, the people, the first people that are going to be watching you are the people that are watching later on. So I always say, thanks for thanks for watching this, um, this show. Uh, thank you for watching the replay. And today we're going to be talking about and then announce what you're talking about and what they're going to get out of out of the video. Also, if you can kind of give a bit of a hook, um, a bit of a kind of tantalizing thing that you're going to give at the end so you're trying to get them to to stay to the end of it um end of the show is really really important because i'll be honest with you most live viewers dip in and dip out and it's very difficult to keep them going so if you can say if you stay to the end we've got this particular thing to give away or whatever some tip that you're going to give and then after a minute hopefully you'll start to get some live uh, live viewers so you can then start to shout them out and say hello to those people and don't spend too long on that because that's really boring for the replay viewers and then get into get into what you're actually going to be talking about um uh, and then right at the end it's really important this is the thing that i always forget or I nearly always forget and that is to have a call to action you know you've got to have what is your why for this video what are you actually wanting to get out of it do you want them to go to a blog post you've written is there something that you're selling? Is it a new course? It's give them a really clear call to action at the end and then tell people when they can expect to see you next. Because I think one. frequency and consistency on live video is really, really important. So when are you going to be on next? Um, maybe it's next next week at a particular time and tell people how they can find out more about you and, and see your next show. Ooh, some good tips in that one. And what about the length? of each video yeah that is a tricky one and i think you're going to have to work out what works for you i've seen some really powerful live videos really successful ones that have consistently got high viewerships uh, that have lasted over an hour but wow. i think that is unusual i would start off with probably uh, do five to ten minutes maybe 15 minutes mm -hmm. and see how you get on don't worry too much about the number of live viewers that you have. That can be quite disconcerting, you know, particularly when you start off. You may get no viewers. You may only get a couple. 
Um, but over time, the, the more consistent you are, you'll get an idea of the length of the time that works for you, the time of day that works for you, the, the week, the, the day of the week that works best for you. And we, you know, and also the subject It's any, it's kind of like live video is like any other form of content. You know, you've got to uh, find what, what resonates with your audience and what is going to uh, deliver the best return on investment really for, for you in producing that content. Exactly. So it, like whether it's like blogging, it's trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, before we go into, because you've written a fantastic post, which has had an unbelievable amount of shares about <laughs> how to do it, because I, it's written so, so it's structured and written so in such an easy way to follow. But before we go into that, because I want you to sort of talk us through how does, you know, if we're starting this from scratch, how we do it. Tell me about, I know there's quite a few different platforms and I mentioned to you before my son's a gamer. He is a bit of a YouTuber. <laughs> He's only in year eight. And uh, he was telling me all about Twitch. And I'm thinking, Twitch, I've never heard of it. I've got to ask Ian about this. So there's there's quite a few different things. Yep. What, why do you recommend Facebook um, for live streaming? And is, is this the way to go for, for us as WordPress consultants or to, to advise our clients on? Well, it, 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 it's... You've got to think of a few things. It's like, you know, when you choose a social, what's your primary social network that you want to engage on? So, you know, is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it Instagram? And th so there are a number you, in order to answer that, you need to think, well, where is my audience? Where are my connections going to be? So if you're primarily on Twitter and your audience is really engaged on Twitter mm. and you've got a very very good, very basic and, and not particularly engaged Facebook audience, then Facebook Live is going to be a bit of a struggle for you. So you might want to consider Periscope uh, for, for that. Uh, if you've got a really engaged YouTube channel and you've got loads of subscribers, then definitely think about YouTube because with YouTube, when you go live to YouTube, all your subscribers are going to be notified that you're going live and that's going to be a really good platform for you. Instagram is a very kind of odd platform. Instagram Live is only currently for uh, on your smartphone. And once you have finished your broadcast, it disappears forever. Um, although you can download it and you can repurpose it. So that's an interesting one. You might want to maybe, I know some people are using Instagram Live to share their kind of more intimate business thoughts, you know, because it does, it's going to disappear from view afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, so that's an interesting one. But I think for many of us, Facebook Live is probably going to be the platform because it is, the biggest, the biggest platform. It's got um, a lot of us have got good connections on Facebook. It's a very mature platform. Facebook have invested huge amounts of uh, resources behind Facebook Live, and it, it, it is a little bit buggy. But in my opinion, it's the strongest out of all all the um, the con other contenders, really. So uh, it's really think about your audience. Think about also which platform you'd feel most comfortable with, uh, and then stick with that. And there are ways you can look at streaming to all the different platforms at the same time. So you can technically stream to Facebook, uh, tw uh, Periscope, and YouTube all at the same time. So wow. that's something to think about for the future. A little bit fancy. That goes beyond uh, Facebook <laughs> Live Streaming 101. <laughs> okay, so just say I'm a newbie to this and uh, I'm, I'm wanting to start my first stream and I don't know what equipment I need and, and how to go about it. Can you just walk us through some basics? And then I'm going to give a link in the post as well to your um, blog post about this because it's really helpful. It goes into detail. So, yeah, I think I call this this kind of topic really. There's um, There are two obstacles to 
going live. There's the fear uh, and the gear. So the fear is the fear in, to, of getting in front of the camera, which we kind of talked about. But then I think sometimes that fear can manifest itself in this like, oh my goodness, like what what tools do I need? What what gear do I need? And I think we overcomplicate it. You only need two things. You need a decent smartphone and a good internet connection. And that's all you need to start start with. So if you've got a, you know, a modern iPhone or a modern Android phone, you're, you're kind of good to go. The second thing that you need is a good internet speed. And this is unfortunately one of the things that people forget about. And it can be a problem. You know, so, but the important thing here is that you need a good upload speed so all these like isps out there make a big song and dance about oh 200 megabits per second speed and you think oh wow that's great but they don't make a big they don't make a big thing about the upload speed so check that out um if you go to the likes of speedtest.net and check out what your upload speed ideally ideally you should be looking at 10 megabits per second up um but you can get away with five um, five and up as well and I've, I've you know you can get you can get away with less than that but your quality is going to be degrading quite a lot okay. so you only need two things you know smartphone internet speed and then everything else that you add on to that just adds to the, um, the the kind of professional quality so you can add things to your smartphone such as so there's a couple of things here so one thing you can do is plug in a lapel mic so there's the Rode SmartLav lapel microphone which is great you can just plug that yeah. in and that really improves the sound you could get a tripod so i use a, a gorilla smartphone tripod which works really well lighting you could it's not great if you've got glasses like me but the those clip-on selfie rings are, are actually quite cool that you can put on and and then you can also get some wide angle lenses to um to make it quite a cool effect as well so there's all those extra things you can do to take things to the next level if you're using a smartphone Ooh, okay that sounds good so start with the basics see how you go get some confidence up see what sort of traction you, you're getting and then look at you know investing more as you go on would be the advice there uh, so you, once you've got your equipment set up, uh, is the actual getting into Facebook and setting it up quite straightforward? Yeah, it, you just go live through your Facebook app on your phone. So you've got you, you've also got so if you're going to go live to Facebook, you've then got the choice to go live to your profile, your group, or your page. And obviously, if you're if you're doing this primarily for business reasons, then you may want to you're probably going to want to do it from your page. But there are some depending on your type of business, if you're more of a solopreneur type business like me, then I I actually do a bit of bit of all three of those. I've got my own members group, so I will go live to my members group. So you can do that from your phone or you can go from your profile uh, or you can go, uh, go from your page. It kind of really depends on what your strategy is. And if you want, you know, I did mention before, you can look at broadcasting to multiple networks, which I know is complicated, but there is um, a tool that you can use which I think Troy uses, which is um, what's it called again? Live Live Leap. So Live yeah. Leap is a it's a service that you can. It's a paid it's a paid solution, but what it does it will check for live videos, say on your page, and when it notices you're going live on your page, it will then share that to your maybe your group and your profile and, and other pages uh, automatically. So you're automatically. Uh, broadening out your your audience your, your live video to a to a wider audience so that's something to think about as well oh that sounds good all right so you've got that all set up uh 
and and it's easy to start broadcasting does it automatically record it what you or or afterwards how long does it stay up there for just thinking of strategies yeah yeah so this that's really important so you can choose to like not post it to your to your profile or your page afterwards but um in order to get the most power out of it i think you want to you want to post it uh, to your profile or your page and it becomes a piece of evergreen content and this is one of my 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 big things is actually we get so excited about the live aspects of live video because it is live video but you can actually turn it into a piece of evergreen content that will last well not forever but you know for a long time and i'm even i'm getting more views and more comments from live videos that i posted last year so wow. it you can still get that conversation going and there's lots of things that you can do to turn that into a piece of evergreen content. So put some show notes, you know, edit the edit the uh, the post and, and put some show notes, put some timestamps there. So say maybe at five minutes, you're talking about a particular aspect of your business. So say, put that in the list. So you've got five minutes, we're talking about this, at uh, five minutes 30, we're talking about this. And that means that people can skip to those parts of the of the show really easily bring people into the conversation and get really, this is something I feel very passionate about on my blog. So I, for each of my blog posts, I try and uh, create mini communities of, um, so that people can feel that they can ask questions and get involved. And I feel like that on live videos, I want people to continue to get involved, ask questions, and I can bring other people into the conversation, you know, so I, you can, I can ping other people in and get the conversation going. So you're making your live videos work far harder than you, you would do otherwise, just leaving it forever and, and not doing anything about it. So definitely an important thing to consider. Yeah, that's e- excellent. I like the idea of that community aspect and keeping the conversation going as well. That, that's really important. So t- what are some insider tips that you can give us that will set us uh, apart from the rest? It's such a noisy, noisy, so noisy out there. And I know not everyone's doing this, but what are some, some other little insider tips that you can give us, whether it even be the right way to set it up or, you know, once you're doing it, what you need to do? I think, yeah, it, it's it's looking looking at what other people are doing and learning from other people, I think, is 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 definitely a good place to start. But there's there's a few little tiny things that you can, you can do. So the first thing I, I, I think is to keep, it's structured. You can still be authentic and you can still have a bit of fun. It's okay if the cat jumps down and knocks your webcam over. That's a bit of fun. That's actually happened. Uh, not to me, but to uh, my colleague on our live show, which was hilarious. So yeah, a bit of fun, you know, don't be too serious. Have show your personality. That's absolutely vital, but do deliver value. So it's really important to keep that value going and, and t- try and kind of keep things keep the professional quality in terms of the sound and the audio. So I think audio is so important. I've heard many live videos that are very, you know, it's lots of echo and I can't hear them. Um, Another thing you can do is to say for the first five minutes, um, you can, you can, you can say, you can say uh, after five minutes, please turn on the audio. And then once you've gone, once you've, so how do I how to describe this? Once you've then done the live video, you can then transcribe the first five minutes with Rev.com, so that people who are watching it without the sound on, which is actually quite a large proportion of people, will see the closed captions. But then they'll also see turn please turn the audio up, and then the, then the rest of it isn't transcribed. So you only paid five dollars, 
um, and then you're getting people to hopefully to turn the audio off and watch the rest of it that way. So that's a little tiny tip. So can you just, just on that one, sorry, I'm just a bit confused. Mm. So they'd mm. be watching in their, 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 watching it and just without audio yeah. and then, oh, because, because you've got the, the captions there. Is that... Yes. So this yeah. is not for the live. You can't. Well, there are ways you can do live captions, but that's very complicated and expensive at the moment. You, we're talking about the for the replay viewers. Yeah. So the first five minutes will have the captions automatically. So a lot of people will be watching watching that yeah. uh, without without sound. So you're trying to get them to turn the sound on. So by putting the closed captions and and then after just before the five minutes is up, you then say, uh, and to watch the rest of the show, please turn the sound up. Oh, and then at that good. point, the closed captions stop. So because, you know, you, if, you, if your show is 40 minutes, that's going to be $40. Um, yeah. So it's just to keep, keep, keep the, um, keep the uh, amount of money down. So that's one thing to do. And then really to take things to the, to the next level, it's then started to think about broadcasting from your desktop. And that's what my article is all about. It's how to broadcast using your professional webcam and your microphone ways of sharing your screen. So if you're, you know, if you're a WordPress consultant, you might want to share the way you work, the way you kind of set up a website. And so you can do that really much better from your, you could do that from your phone by holding your phone off in front of the screen, but it's gonna be a lot more professional if you share your screen and you've got your webcam there and you're able to show people through things. And that uh, will require some extra software to do that. So there's the likes of, OBS Studio, which is the free version. And that's uh, what my article goes through. It goes through all how you set that up. Because I'll be honest with you, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming to begin with, but I've gone out my way to make it as easy as possible to use. Uh, and then the professional version or the professional alternative to that is a tool called Wirecast, which is about $500. So I wouldn't advise going on to that until you're really sure that live video is, is for you and it's going to work. Uh, if you're a Mac user, then you could use Ecamm Live, which is, I think it's about $30. And that allows you to use your webcam and share your screen. It's not quite as powerful as the other tools, but still really, really cool. So look at that. Yeah, that's that post is great in that it outlines all the tools. You don't have to go searching for them and, and how to start using those. So this is, this is obviously the next step, the next level. And is there... So there's a bit of a jump, but it is still, I, and I agree, I think it's really professional if you can start doing this. And when I said, you know, something that will set you apart from the rest too, this is something that, that does that as well. So is it still achievable, though it's not too difficult, like it might cost a little bit to get some of these tools, but it's still not too much of a learning curve to, to be able to get this and start doing it that way? Well, I think you need to do it in stages. So I think for you know, the listeners of this podcast, I, I think that they will have a, an issue in learning these tools. OBS Studio is is free, uh, so it's probably a good place to start. Uh, it's it's not as powerful as Wirecast, but Wirecast is quite a big learning curve in my experience. So uh, just spend spend a bit of time getting to, to know the tool. And, uh, you know, there are courses out there and uh, tutorials that will help you with this. If you're just wanting something fairly simple and you're a Mac user, then I think Ecamm Live is just like ridiculously easy to use. They, they, they should be, it shouldn't be allowed actually. It's, it's just not on. They've made it too easy. Um, but, but start off with uh, Ecamm Live maybe if you're a Mac user uh, or OBS Studio, just get to grips with it. It's, um, 
definitely definitely a good one there's also if you if you use zoom then zoom actually integrates with uh, facebook live it's has a few disadvantages so it's a bit boring it just it will just show you and your guest and no, there aren't any graphics you can't put any videos in there or anything like that and uh, it also has the zoom branding on that so that's why i prefer obs studio and wirecast because you can add some like lower third graphics you can if you're wanting to share like an, an intro video or an outro video you can do that you can so on my live show i have uh, one of the scenes is me so just me for the whole screen with my um, my, my lower thirds and then i can switch to my guest and then there's also a dual view, which is me and my guest at the same time. And I can switch between them really easily. And then we've got a, an intro and an outro with a bit of a theme theme tune as well. So that's quite fun. Yeah, it definitely takes it to the next level. And um, we'll put some uh, a link to your show in there as well so people can see what you're doing. And I just want to finish off with by asking, how has this changed your business? And how has doing this affected you and, um, you know, for... for obviously in a positive way, what are you finding the difference is? Well, there's, there's two aspects for me. The first is like that, that one article I wrote on, on Facebook Live completely changed my business. You know, I'm now seen as a Facebook Live or a live video expert, which kind of like <laughs> that. where did that come from? But I've invested a lot of time in that and I'm speaking now on live video tools. So personally on, on my business, it's completely changed that. Although I'm still focused on social media tools, and now looking at that. But in terms of how live video has you know, affected my business more generally, I think it is allowing me to share my content more frequently because I, I'm a, I publish blog posts probably once or every, once a month or every two months because they're monster blog posts. This allows me to share my thoughts a bit more quickly and, and easily and, and also get my voice out there, get my show my personality out there and what's been really interesting is although we do get comments we do get engagement on our facebook on the facebook live show that i do it, it's really interesting that i keep on bumping into people in real life who say oh i really love your show or yeah i, I watch your show and, and they've never commented and i think ah. it's i i think it's kind of similar to podcasting because when i speak to people who are podcasts they talk about the similar thing that they don't always get people commenting and, and getting in touch but it doesn't mean that they don't listen and you know you, you then find out about it maybe a year or two down the line that they're a big fan and that they've become a customer of yours so it's definitely um I, i'm finding it's it's really opening quite a few doors for me uh, and my business um because people are hearing about it and then people are talking to other people uh, who then become mm -hmm. a client of mine so it's it's really powerful and I think I was speaking to, in a recent podcast in season two, to a couple of Australian sisters called the Merrymaker Sisters, and they are very yeah. successful on in blogging um, and doing a lot of this sort of stuff. And we were talking about the importance of people getting to know you and building trust in you. And um, so before they will become a customer, you've got to build that trust slowly. And I think Troy does this perfectly as well. Yes. People get to know who you are and they can see that you are being authentic and you are being yourself. And not everyone's going to like you, but that's fine. But I think it's a much better way for people to see that you you know who you are and get to, get to know yeah, you and build trust that way. That, that is so true. And, you know, I have this real 
problem in that. I I think I think I probably I'm not alone in this. That I want to be liked. So actually, when people <laughs> when people look at the live video and they think, oh, don't, I don't, you know, it's not really my thing. I kind of I want to be I want to be liked by everyone. But actually, you're totally right. What this does is it kind of it gets rid of the people who would be probably your nightmare clients because they see you and they don't really resonate with your message and your personality. Yeah. And so they don't become your customer. And I think that's yeah. good. Um, yeah. So but you've got to you've got to kind of keep saying that to you that it's a good thing. <laughs> see, it's it's everyone has that fear, don't they? That, that oh, yeah. no, no, not everyone's going to like it. But that's <laughs> a, that's the thing we've just got to, it's I think it's just sucking that up, getting through it and then Absolutely. just putting yourself yeah. out there. You know, yeah. And there are a lot of people who aren't doing that. So I think um, kudos to people who give this a go and um, really give it a go and stick with it. I think it's fantastic. So I've learned a lot today and I think this is going to be fantastic for our audience. So I encourage everyone to keep in touch with Ian and leave some comments below and let's keep this conversation going and see if you're doing it, how you're finding it. Where can people reach out to you, Ian, to say thanks? Well, yeah, you can... Uh come over to my website, iog.me. Uh, but yeah, find me on Facebook. Just search for my name, Ian Anderson Gray, or on Twitter at iag.me. That's I-A-G-D-O-T-M-E. Beautiful. And I've got to say your blog posts are, are great. They're always so informative and spot on. So I'll put a link to those because I highly encourage everyone to, to oh, tune into those you. too. But I'm going to be looking out for you on your next live feed and I'm going to start making a few comments. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Ian. Thank you. It was great. So how about it? Has Ian changed your mind? Are you ready to go live streaming? Or are you live streaming already? Please leave a message. Let us know below here in the comments if you're tuned into the page and I'd love to know what you're doing. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you can access the page by wpelevation.com slash Ian Anderson Gray. That's all lowercase, all one word. If you are on pod, on listening to the podcast on iTunes, we'd love a review and give us a rating. So it's wpelevation.com slash iTunes. Let us know what you think. Until next week, start live streaming and go elevate.